Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm David. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. On tonight's show, it is a very special show, and we decided we were going to discuss, for the whole episode, yep. the best games to start your board game collection. Yes. And for me, I'm going to avoid, you know, the big... Six or seven gateway games. I also did the same thing. Yeah. When I when I heard starting your board game collection, I kind of took it more as expanding, as in you've played the gateway games and you're now looking for something past that Yeah, to actually you, start collecting, right? Yeah, I, I, that's a good point. This is a collection, not just games. Sure, whatever that meant. I don't know. I but don't think I thought you made. I think I think you tried to build a point, and you've kind of forgot what you were saying halfway through. Yeah, but that's my life in general. <laughs> I think what he means to say this is more like collection in the sense of it's become a problem, uh, well, it's rather start, than just the, a normal amount of games. The start of a problem, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, you, you've played games, you have a few games, but now you're you're moving to the collection stage of your game, game library life. Yeah. Okay? Cool. Uh, I didn't do mine in a full top ten. I kind of just went, bleh, here's all the games yeah. that I think would be good. So Yeah, I, and I'm going to probably just wing it. Yeah, yeah, that's really what I did. I just wrote yeah. down a list of games that I'm like, you know what, I enjoyed these games. For sure. <laughs> so... For you, yeah. name one and why you picked it. Okay, can I start off saying one thing? Sure. I don't think people should use BGG's Top 100 as a starting list for what to get into. No. Uh, uh, the uh, BGG 100 is seasoned gamers, what they like. Yeah. It's, for one, there's a little bit cult of the new, as in the new big thing, right? That will make it on there. But also, it does tend to be much heavier games. So if somebody goes on to BGG with Top 100, they're like, ah, these are the most popular games. This is what I should go with, right? There's a couple on there that are, you know, relatively easy. Yeah. There's a lot on there like Gloomhaven. Don't don't go right into Gloomhaven. Yes. <laughs> it, it won't work. And I don't want people to be scared away from the game world because they went to the most popular ones and were like, man, these are hard. Okay. Uh, another question yeah. before we get into yeah, this yeah, yeah. As, as we eat up our time. How much crossover are we going to have? Ooh, I think a decent amount because I think a lot of them are games I enjoy playing. And my ideal game tends to still fall into that kind of second level, second and okay. a half level. Okay. So I think I think there's going to be a decent amount. Okay, and you pick 10? Mm. Or 9-ish, 8 some? I picked 10. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're number 10, Shay. My number 10. Uh, so I went with, let's see, which one do I want to start with? Um, let's go Space Base. Okay. Yeah. I think I want to start with Space Base. Again, I didn't really do these in any specific order, but I think Space Base is one that is just up from a gateway game. Yes. Right? Like, it's not significantly harder than some of those games, like Pandemic, like um, uh, Azul uh seven wonders stuff like that those are all yeah i'd say they're pretty close but i do think space bait brings it up just a notch you know it, okay. it does have some tableau building buying cards but also rolling dice and doing things with them there's I, engine building in there there's engine building so it adds kind of more mechanics to it okay uh that i do think 
makes it a little bit more complex, but not so complex that it would scare somebody off, right? Still relatively easy to learn, easy to play, not that expensive to buy. So I think it makes a good uh, another game to add into your collection. Yeah, it's it's it also is on my list. Uh, I figured. <laughs> I think Space Base is one of those games that you can play with a little bit of everybody. Yeah. Uh, and it's you you need if you have a a starting collection, you need stuff that you can bring out no matter who comes over. Yep. And introduce people to different types of games, and this would be my introductory engine building game. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're there's not a lot of downtime. Uh, it's quick to pick up, and really you can wing it and still do decently. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. My first game that I'm going to add. Besides Space Base. Besides Space Base. <laughs> I figure if we go back and forth, <laughs> we, we'll see which we'll duplicates see what we have. Say. Yeah. Uh, I went with Azul. Because mm -hmm. uh, I think having a abstract strategy game is something that is good for your collection as well. You don't need something that has a big theme, yep. but looks pretty. Uh, you can bring out once more, play with anybody you're going to play with. Yep. And it's usually, I, I haven't had it go across unsuccessfully for people. Absolutely. Uh, everybody I've introduced it to, they've liked it. And, and that's what I would want in a starting collection. Yeah. I included this into gateway games as okay. a new gateway game. Like it's, it's not the classic like Catan, Seven Wonders, um, uh, Carcassonne type gateway games but right. i felt like it fits into the newer category okay you'll see how many times i can say gateway in this episode what? but you know what i mean like yeah. it's i felt like it's turning into kind of a new classic or a new oh, for entry sure. game but i do agree it's definitely one that if say you started with Catan and stuff it's fun to get into exactly that was kind of one of our next games when it came out yeah right? no it was it was one that we gravitated to once it came out because i thought it was something we would play a lot yeah and, and it's ended up that we have played it a lot. absolutely we haven't played it for a while but that's just because we got a bunch of games we like <laughs> for sure we got a lot of games all right Shay, what's your next one? Oh, my next one let's go with orleans orleans yeah yeah it's actually my i have two bag builders Two bag builders on this game. Two or on, bag builders. On this list, yeah. Huh. Um, I wanted to go through originally on my list and pick one from like all the kind of categories I could think of, yep. but I'm terrible at remembering which games fall into which categories, so okay. I ended up just picking games that were good. No, and that but, works. But um, Orleans is going to be my first bag builder, and I think, again, it just, bag builders have that fun tactile feel that makes kind of adds to the game right yep. it's fun to stick your hand into a bag and pick out the pick out discs and have to figure out what you're going to do with them well you, you're as you said it's tactile it's 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 in it's yes yeah, it's there it's right? there it's you know you're having fun as you do it you're pushing your luck you're you know you well not not as much not really with pushing Orleans. your luck yeah. it's your you're digging into there. You're hoping to get what you want. There's that... Exactly. You know, that variability of that game where it plays a little bit differently each time you play it. And I like also with this game that you play, like you pick your actions at the same time. Yep. You, you do your actions one at a time because you could sell out of stuff. But the fact that you do pick everything, you don't really have to worry about uh, too much downtime, like you said, with uh, with Space Base and stuff like yep. that. Um and yeah, it's just a really neat game that, again, brings in more mechanics. Like, it's a very... 
it, at, at its heart, it's a very simple game, but yeah. there's a bunch of things, you know, some expansions you can add in, and it's it's become kind of a staple game for us, right? Like, it's one that just hangs out in our collection, and every once in a while we go, hey, let's play this game. Yeah, for sure, and I, I think you, you know, with your first two games, you've really uh, nailed that lack of downtime, yeah. uh, which can cause people to walk away from the table. It kills yeah. me, yeah. Yeah, and in, in both those games, people are always involved. Yeah, and it makes it really easy to teach people the games too, right? Because you're as you're doing them, you can explain what you're doing, and yep. it doesn't take away from the game. So yeah, uh, Orleans. Okay, what is your next one? Oh, we're going to my next one? You're not doing what? yours? See, we did you, me, me, you. Oh, I see you're clear. Okay, well, okay, cool. Um, Let's see. Let's go with Coimbra. Coimbra. I gotta throw Coimbra on here. I talk about this game a lot because I'm good at it. Okay. But I do think it's a, you know, it's a relatively inexpensive game. Yep. Again, different types of mechanics in there. Uh, your, your card collecting, a bit of set collection, a bit of moving around a map, but nothing to an extreme level. And again, very easy to teach. And I love the little little uh, dice holders. holders, and I think it's just a cool-looking game. It's colorful, it's fun, and it's quick. It's not a long game, right? So it it definitely, I think, fits into maybe not as close to the Catan level. Like, it's definitely a, a couple steps above those gateway games, but one that wouldn't be too hard for somebody to pick up, in my opinion. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to disagree with you on this oh, yeah? one. I, I think this one is a little bit... Too heavy? Too heavy to... Oh, you're not going to like one of my other games then. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's, to me, it's not something I'm going to bring out for everybody. I think it's, you know... Okay, see, and I could see myself pulling this one out for other people. Okay. Because I think there's not as much AP that can happen in it. Because there's only so many cards you can buy. Yeah. Um, and so many cards you can afford, and you just have to pick a dice and go for it, right? So I think I, I felt like this is one that I would feel comfortable teaching people to play. Okay. No, uh, that works. Like we're we're not going to agree on all of these for no. sure. <laughs> no. I'm okay. waiting for one of your really boring games to show up on here. What do you mean? Uh, is Carpe Diem on your list? No. <laughs> uh, so my for my next one is my deduction game mm -hmm. and i picked awkward guess mm -hmm. because it plays from one to six players uh it's an easy teach yep and once more you're involved the whole time you're playing right yep. you know there is there is the whole round where you go around and everybody's taking their guesses but you're still involved in that part of it you still have the opportunity to exchange cards with each other and there is a whole bunch of re replayability. There's like 250 cases in that box. Yeah, it's huge. And, you know, that's going to last a long time before you get bored of it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. This was also on my list. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just jump right into mine. This was also on my list. Definitely had to go on there because I was just looking around. I'm like, what game works really well? And I had to put this one on, right? As a deduction game, it's it's just so easy. For sure. Okay, so my next one is my roll and write. Uh-huh. And I, I I went back and forth. There's a few roll and writes that I really like, but I wanted something that you can play with lots of people. Mm -hmm. 
not a lot of downtime mm-hmm. and has a decent table presence. And I went with Welcome to. Not shocked. Uh, just because you can play up to 100 people. Yeah. And, and it works with however many people you want to play with. Uh, sometimes the teach can be a little bit confusing. Yeah. But it, it's more just people understanding what you're doing than anything, right? Mm-hmm. And I think everybody needs to play a roll and write or have a roll and write. Be- yeah. Because it's assess- accessible by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And this this is my go-to in that category. Absolutely. I uh, just wrote roll and writes. Because I was like, I, I same thing as you though. I couldn't really pick one. I think if I had to point one out specifically, it'd be that's so clever. Okay. Like I do love Welcome to. It's great. Uh, I think that's so clever was a little easier for me to pick up on the teach. Okay. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the second one. Yeah. But the first one, I really like. I like the app. I think it just plays really well. It's fun to cross everything off and get multiple things done. Now, there's I could list off like all the rolling rights I love. Welcome to is great. Silver and gold, awesome. Cartographers is great. You know, there's just so many good ones out there. Um, but yeah, I think for like a kind of jumping into it one, I like that so clever. I think it's pretty fun. Sounds good. Uh, what's your next game? My next game. Let's see what's, what's on my list. Uh, let's go with Quacks. I think Quacks has to be on there. Uh, another bag builder. It's my second bag builder. Yeah. And it's just such a fun game. Now, this is the push your luck game that you kind of hinted at earlier. We're both thinking about the same game. Oh, for sure. Um, this one is the one where you're just drawing the stuff out of the bag, putting it on your board and hoping you don't explode. Yeah. And you get to pick your things. But even when you do explode... And you don't necessarily get the victory points and the coins. You do get to choose one, which means you get something, right? And it just plays so well and it's so fun. And the table presence is fantastic. I'd say it's a little more complex than some. But, you know, I'd say complex in the sense that there's so many tiles and they do so many things, right? And it changes. So there is a little bit of explaining you have to do with those discs just to make sure everybody understands what they do. But honestly, after you play it like a couple rounds, people figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, and it's most people like to gamble. Yeah. And this this plays right into it. And and this is definitely on my list as well. Yeah. Uh, it was the first one I thought of. Because, yeah. Because once more, low downtime, can play it with up to five people. Yep. And it's never failed. Like yeah, absolutely. Anytime I've ever brought it out, people have loved this game. Yeah, I think it just, it's just so fun. Like, everybody's laughing and, um, you know, I like you said, most people like gambling. I hate gambling. I dislike it because I don't like the stress of not knowing what's going to happen. But I honestly love this game because you can play it a little safe and get away with it. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's awesome. Had to be on the list. Fantastic game. Quacks of Quedlingburg. For sure. Okay, I'm going to go with my worker placement game. Okay, yeah, I want to hear yours. I went with something traditional. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with viticulture. Oh my goodness, really? You're giving me me crap over, um, uh, what was it, Coimbra? And you went with viticulture? Viticulture is a game that I have played with brand new <laughs> gamers. All right. And it worked. <laughs> they enjoyed it a lot. Uh-huh. Because it is... In the base game of Viticulture, like not bringing in Tuscany or anything, there's two seasons. 
You use your workers in one or the other. You know, you get some cards. The cards are well-written. You know what they're going to do. E each of the actions on the board tell you exactly what they're going to do. And the teach wasn't that long in it, you know. So it, it worked for us when I, or for me, when I brought it out with new gamers. It helps that I love the game. Yeah. So I'm passionate about yeah. it when I'm teaching it. Uh, it is a very popular game because of how I think accessible it is. Right. I very much disagree because I found this game just kind of boring when I played it and also kind of, um, well, it's like it's a worker placement where spaces run out, but the, it doesn't one that has enough spaces that it kind of makes up for the fact to me. I just felt like I was always locked out of doing what I wanted to do in the order to do it, and I just never figured it out when I played it. Okay. So I don't agree, but again, we said we were going to disagree. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, okay, Viticulture. I, you know what, I, I was going to joke about you putting this one on your list, and then you did. So Yeah, for cool. sure. Well, I'll follow up your worker placement with my worker placement okay. because this is the one that I think you're going to really ream on me for if you gave me uh, crap for Coimbra. And that's Everdell. I had to go with a worker placement and I was like, I almost went with the West Kingdom series, to be honest. Like uh, some of those. That was <laughs> definitely, like I'll give that an honorable mention because those are great. Yeah, I I went through Architects and Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone raiders, but architects or paladins are pretty easy. Well, base raiders is pretty simple. Fair you enough. put one on, you take yeah. one off, right? But let's talk about Everdell, which okay. is the one that's Everdell actually on is my the list. One you put your list. <laughs> so I, I felt like I had to put Everdell on because this is a game that I actually did play when I was just starting. It was probably like the second or third game I played at game nights. For sure. When I started going to it. And at that time, I hadn't played a lot of games. And this is admittedly a big game. Even the base game is relatively big. But I think it's so cute. And things do actually work really smoothly in the mm -hmm. game that it wasn't hard to pick up. And it it just, it's nice. It's fun with your little tableau. It, it You do it place the workers, but there's always something to do. Uh, so I really enjoy it as a worker placement game and as a game in general. Admittedly, can be a little ap at times, and that's probably its one downfall if you play with uh, too many people or with somebody who might have trouble picking stuff. But I do think, like, for somebody who is interested in getting into some of those, like, bigger games, it's not a bad one to jump into. Yep. So this one I actually totally agree with. Yeah? Okay, uh, good. <laughs> it, it, it almost made my list. Yep. Uh, for the simple, for a couple of reasons. And this is actually, I'm going to bring Viticulture back up as, yep. as I talk about this. A, you're always doing something, yep. right? You have no rounds where you're bringing everybody back and you're waiting for somebody to finish their turn. Yeah. In this game, when a season ends, it's only ending for you and you move to the next season. Yeah. And everybody's still playing. Uh, the only time that somebody could be sitting out is at the very end. Very end of the game, yeah. And it's usually for one or two turns. Yeah. Uh, everybody... Tends to end around the same time. Uh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It has a wonderful table presence. Yep. The the teach for this game does go very fast. Yep. Uh, and one of the reasons why is it has a fabulous rulebook. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm totally on board with this one Good. being in a collection. I'm glad. I thought you might not like this one. Because it is a little bit of a big game and a longer-ish game, it, it, depending on who you play with. If yep. it's with four people, it can be a little longer. With anything less than that, it's not that long. It's also a little bit more expensive 
Though I find the base game is reasonable for its game, it's the expansions that are too much. Yeah, yeah. the base game brings out, or is reasonable for what you get. Yeah. So yeah, Everdell, that's my worker placement game. Okay, I am going to do my deck building game. Excellent. And that is Clank in Space. This almost made my list. Uh, I like deck builders, but I like deck builders with something more to them. Mm-hmm. And Clank in Space with that board that you're moving around and all the cards that make sense. Uh, there's no real confusion as how you're playing these cards in my in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's something you can teach fairly quickly and works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, this almost made my list. And I'd, I'd give it probably a, uh, my honorable mention for deck builders because I couldn't pick one. Okay. I was like trying to figure out a good deck builder and I really couldn't think of one that didn't seem a bit too much for me. Okay. But, you know, Clank does work really well. And yeah. it's especially, I've never actually played original Clank. I've just played Clank in Space. And it's a blast every time I play it. For sure. Okay, what's your next one? My next one, let's see. I had to just mark down which ones I've talked about. Let's go with gizmos i wanted to throw this game in here because it's another one a lot like uh well i'd say like orleans with that tactile feel right you got a bunch of marbles and it's awesome and they they roll out of the thing and you get to pick them now i'm not great at engine building games and so this game's a little hit and miss for me when i play it because i sometimes struggle getting an engine going but when you do get the engine working it's really fun because you get to do a whole bunch of things uh, and I think the game's not actually that hard to learn. It's just more you're thinking and trying to figure out how, like, what works the best for you. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really where it lies. Like, I don't, I don't think the teach took very long at all. It was just buy a card, do the thing that it says on the card, which is usually, like, take this color marble, take a marble, build a thing. So it's, the cards are simple to read. It's very colorful. It's really fun to have your marbles. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I think as an engine builder, it's a good one to get into. Yeah, I, th- I thought about this one. Uh, my main issue with gizmos is usually in a four-player game, there's one or two of you yeah. that don't have an engine going. Yeah. Uh, so the other two people's turns are, do this, do this, do this, yeah. bing, 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 yeah. bing, 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 bing. And then you're like, take a red marble. Yeah, right? exactly. So and... they're, you can feel sort of behind in this game. Yeah. And... I, 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 that's I my it, issue with it. I put it in there because I thought as kind of a true engine builder and as one that kind of gives you that that tactile feel to it. Yep. It is a fun one. And I've had a couple good games that even though maybe I haven't won them, but a couple good games since the last like kind of bad game I had of it. Yep. So I think there is a little bit of uh, playing it and practicing with it. More like just playing it and figuring out how an engine builder works, right? Yep. So I think anytime you play an engine builder for the first time, you are not going to do the right things. For you sure. are going to take one of each thing and none of them work together. Yeah. So I think it's a good one to get into it because that specific mechanic can take practice. Exactly. Okay, so I am going to go with my... Actually, first, you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR. Yep. I'm David. And I'm Shay. Okay, I'm going to use my... Uh, Tetris style game. Yeah. And I'm going ultra cute on this one and going with New York Zoo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Almost went with My City. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really close. Because yeah. that was such a fun game. Great game. But it ends, right? And yeah. we haven't picked it up since we finished the 
legacy aspect of it. Yeah. So that sort of sort of put it to the side. But New York Zoo, there's a whole bunch of cute little animeeples. Mm-hmm. Uh, the board itself is simple and it just works really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the teach is quick. There's no real... There, there are a few rules just to understand, but as long as one person at the table understands it, yep. everybody can follow along. And, Absolutely. And, and they can sort of direct that or dungeon master that one through. Yeah. Okay. So I'll also go with my tile placement okay. that I had. Uh, I went a step above New York Zoo, but still very, very cute. And that is Isle of Cats. Perfect. And now I'd like to explain. So Isle of Cats, the full game, can be a little much yes. for new players. It has a family mode that makes it much easier. And I think that is why it deserves to be kind of the one you bring in. Because you can play the base or the really basic mode, get used to it, play the more advanced mode, and, you know, have a lot of fun with it, right? For so sure. I think because it has those two aspects, I enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy the game itself. The game's great. Wonderful tile placement, beautiful game, uh, a little bit of kind of deck building in there as well because you do pay for the cards that you keep and then you play those cards and you kind of have to have the right amount to do the things you want to do. And it's awesome. And because it has that aspect that you can play with people who don't play board games that often, because I know one of our friends said he played it with his parents who hadn't really played anything. Mm -hmm. And they they really enjoyed it. So I think that family mode really brings it into the more entry level. Yeah, and any game that gives you those different levels that allows you to progress as you play more and more games is a good thing, right? Yeah. And that's one of those ones where it has the base model where you're just drafting tiles and putting them on your board as you would a Tetris game. Yeah. And then there's the next level where you bring in that big deck of cards and makes it a lot more challenging. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with the most popular game of the last couple of years that has sold gangbusters (laughs) and should be in everybody's collection, Wingspan. Ah, yes. Uh, as an engine builder, it is a wonderful game. Yep. I've taught it to lots of people from beginners to more advanced, and mm-hmm. it works with all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Yep. And the production value is wonderful. So I think this needs to be in any starting collection. Absolutely. I've ended up with one on my list that really I wouldn't put as the final you know, bust yep. down the door because we've just, I just followed what you did and I ended up with this is the last one on here. Okay. But I went with one that's kind of unique. Okay. And I think makes a good big group game. And that's Between Two Cities. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So Between Two Cities isn't a, I, I think it's popular, but it's not a super well-known game. But with a large group of people, it's really fun because you're building a city on each side of you with the player on each side of you, and you score the lowest scoring one. So you have to kind of work with both people, but it's not cooperative, but it kind of is. And it's just a blast. The one day I think I played it with probably 10 people, like we had a whole group around and it was so fun. Uh, So I think just because it's that kind of unique, there's nothing really like it out there. It's a fun one to have, especially if you have a large group you thinking you're thinking of playing with. Yeah, because it plays up to I believe seven or eight players. 
Okay, so and, maybe we played eight players, but we played the max that you could play with. Yeah, and and it's one of those once more, no downtime. Yeah. Everybody's doing something at the same time. You're working with the people on either yeah. side of you. But it's also really easy to understand, right? Yeah. You're like these things should go beside here. These things shouldn't. And depending on how you play it, I think we played it, we didn't know what each other was picking, and then we just had to place them. But our family played it where we didn't know what each other was picking. I think you could play it either way. I actually enjoyed the surprise aspect more. But, For sure. Uh, yeah, fantastic game. Okay, and I think that's 10 for each of us. That's all of mine, yeah. Uh, I didn't put any Felds on there. You didn't? I'm shocked. Because but... I, I, I just think they are a little bit too much next level. Yeah. Okay, I'm David. And I'm Shay. Have a great night. Talk to you next week.